Hi everyone, it's your favorite host, Thomas Culleton, back again with Making It Happen, where I speak with Genius New York's latest cohort of startups. Genius New York is a $3 million business accelerator competition in central New York, focused on unmanned systems, IoT, robotics, and big data startups. I got to sit down and talk to CarScanner founder Suavomir Potash. CarScanner is set to make buying and selling cars online a trip down Easy Street by showing cars in their full beauty, and not the driveway it's parked in. I'm excited to share what I learned with you, so let's zoom in on our conversation, and I hope you enjoy the show. So for CarScanner, do you want to tell us about that one to start? Sure, yeah. So we developed a technology that enables frictionless online car buying process. Right now, cars are the biggest position in family's budget just after, you know, real estate. But still, buying a used car is a nightmare, especially online, when uh, you travel around across the entire country. Sometimes you spend up to 50 hours, statistically. You burn lots of fuel traveling between locations just to make sure that one of the five exactly identical cars you're looking for has the best condition and shape and form, blah, blah, blah. And so we just develop a technology that will enable you to compare apples to apples to make sure that this Ford Mustang in Pennsylvania is the best one out of the one available in New York State, in Pennsylvania, and for example, in Florida. So that's what we do. And we want to help uh, digital retailers, those big, well-known companies that are selling cars completely online. We just want to provide them with our technology to further limit friction in their process. Okay, and what does the technology do, uh, if you want to go into a little bit of detail sure, about it? Sure, yeah. So we do three things. One is, um, according to some of our partners, we have world's most precise background removal, artificial intelligence-based algorithm. So you can take pictures of your car anywhere and we'll remove this terrible trash can in the background, we'll remove this billboard, or we'll remove trees that are visible through the windows of a car. We can remove backgrounds visible through open doors, through windows, from interior pictures when you can see the background through the windows, stuff like this. Then we have first-gen robot that generates 360-degree overview of a car, both inside and outside of the car. So that way you can see it from any angle. And we are working also on second-gen robots that can scan the car inch by inch and look for scratches, dents, and damages. It sounds like it's a very thorough process, making sure that you have it down to the smallest of details. Yeah, exactly. You know, details matter there. And so the company name seems fairly straightforward and self-explanatory. Was there any special process involved in coming up with a name or uh, well my investors hate it <laughs> <laughs> so we're thinking about rebranding i personally like it they don't um and uh, no it's just we just didn't think about branding we're just always focused on hiring more engineers and branding is the least important thing in those super early days that you can think of eventually there's time for that maybe the time is now maybe not right now but yeah i mean the name is self-explanatory and you know, there is, for example, this company in the US that I love their branding. They're called 
kick-ass fans or something like this. And, you know, they just tell you they're doing the world's biggest fans for, you know, <laughs> ventilation and stuff like this. So I, I just personally like such a branding. Well, I think it makes it a lot easier for people to know exactly what they're looking for when they look at your company. Yeah, it's especially helpful when there's like a trade shows and there are tons of companies with brands and you don't know what they're doing, like, you know, some sexy names. And then there's like, you know, just car scanner. And it's like, you know, <laughs> you, you already know a bit about what we might be actually doing. Now, what about you? How did you get into this? Uh, tell us about yourself. Mm -hmm, sure. So I would tell about myself that um, this idea came to my mind when I was trying to return a car to the uh, car rental. And uh, I was actually almost charged $1,000 for damages I didn't cause. And I was like, what the hell? There's, you know, 21st century, we have self-parking cars, we have electric vehicles, but we still have a guy, pen and paper, manually noting all the damages. So that's 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 how the concept came to my mind. Uh, before that, I was, you know, uh, super engaged in a number of different technologies that we were doing. Some of them failed. Some of them were still, I would say, trying to resolve, to, I would say, fix, fix issues from the past and everything. But yeah, it's like... A, Constant learning curve, uh, tons of stress, uh, depression. But, you know, uh, in, in startups, you just have to be right ones. Uh, so, yeah, I would say, you know, many, 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 I would say, different partners around me that were, you know, ha had to be changed along the way. Um, difficult mistakes, uh, things that, you know, are hard to fix and everything. But, you know, you get tons of scars. Uh, behind that smile, you know, there's always a little crying inside of you <laughs> as an entrepreneur. I, I always want to make sure that I, I did try. Oh well, yeah. One, one good day will be the difference between sticking with the venture for the long haul or thinking it's time to move on. But, um, you mentioned partners. Do you currently have any working with you on car scanner? Um, yeah. So, um, right now we are a team of four, 41 people. 37 of us are engineers, three people are uh, non-engineers doing all other stuff. And last year I was also joined to the company by a new co-founder that actually uh, switched places with another partner that was no longer active. And, and yeah, he's like super experienced. He helps me out, you know, uh, make sure that we're ready for the future, helping me fix the issues of the past and stuff like this. So... Yeah, I do have a great co-founder right now with me on board. Good. That sounds like a pretty solid team. And mostly engineers means it's got to be pretty rapid uh, development. And Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, there's this issue that, you know, um, we Eastern Europeans are good engineers, but I would say we're terrible salesmen. And so, you know, even plenty of companies from North America are designing, inventing developing their stuff in in, in in Eastern Europe. And so, uh, you know, guys, that uh, we're a good resource for doing stuff. But at the same time, I know our limitations. I mean, you know, uh, we used to be a part of, I would say, uh, the Eastern Bloc with Russia back in like 1989. So we're a truly capitalistic country just for like, I would say, more or less 30 years. And so 30 years is not enough to, you know, have a proper mindset. I just personally think that like, you have to play to your strengths and uh, have someone take care of the things where you're weak at. 
So yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just super excited for um, all the hires that that are upcoming in the new in the in the US, especially around you know sales, marketing, business development. Uh, because first of all, you know, you can hear my funny accent, so it's always easier for US guy to buy from US guy. And second of all, um, it's also about the mindset. And I guess uh, Americans have way better mindset in terms of selling, closing the deals, and everything than than we do. So how did you get from from there to here? Um, how did you settle in central New York? Mm, so I was lucky enough to get some good people around me that wanted me to help get from where I am at to where I should be. And uh, one of the opportunities was, was was this program. And, you know, fast forward, like all the applications, 650 companies that applied uh, and stuff like this. And boom, here I am. Um, I was planning on actually moving to Canada, but Canadians closed their borders for like over a year during the pandemic. And so that was like my uh, obvious choice to make. And also we work with a couple of companies from this region. And so it's like a good good place to be in terms of both like potential distributors for the US market, as well as some mentors that, that are helping me out uh, you know, uh, fix some mistakes, uh, improve myself and, uh, yeah, just become a better person. I would say better entrepreneur. Good. And with what you just mentioned about having distributors nearby, are there any other strengths to being in this area? Uh, yes, definitely. So, um, first of all, um, it's not overwhelming because, you know, if you land to New York city, then it's like, Wow. <laughs> and and you can get overwhelmed overwhelmed very quickly. Right here is like a you know, soft landing with like a small dose of adrenaline kicking in step by step rather than you know full shot into your heart. And that's one thing. Then the second thing is that there are a couple of good manufacturing companies around. So we're not really thinking about manufacturing our stuff over here. And third of all, um, Third of all, um, there's actually a good track record of automotive companies around, like there's Impel, also known as Spincar, just around you know the corner. There's ACV Auctions in Buffalo. There's Automate in Albany, and there are plenty of big dealership chains. Even you know, um, unicorn company in our space uh, that could hire pretty much anyone all around the globe for their chief marketing officer actually made their hire out of Syracuse dealership. So, you know, $1 billion company from Israel hiring from Syracuse means that this automotive industry has, has, has what it takes. Wow. I actually didn't know that about that huge hire yeah. coming from here. There's also on the other side, on the other side of the lake, uh, here also in Syracuse, there is, uh, uh, there's Paul uh, Daly. He's like, a, you know, also a big influencer in automotive space, well-known across the entire U.S. So, you know, uh, yeah, your guy's strong in automotive. <laughs> on, the, on the other side of that, are there any, like, struggles or weaknesses to being in this area? First of all, I would say that the Syracuse airport doesn't have that many direct connections. So, for example, a flight for trade fares is way longer than, you know, from New York City, for example. 
that's that's one of the struggles. The second one I would say is uh, lack of uh, well, that might sound stupid, so I, 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 let's 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 beep this out. <laughs> but uh, the other one I would say is that the startup community is still a bit closed to each other. I would say the data exchange, the knowledge exchange, could be a bit I would say better. Um, I'm not sure where is it coming from. I have a couple of theses, but um, I would just say the community here uh, could somehow, I would say, brainstorm together a bit more. Um, and then the third struggle is that, from what I heard from my from my colleagues, uh, when they're trying to hire some super super specific job positions, rather in like engineering those people are actually somehow unavailable because they're already, you know, moved out of the region somewhere else. So we really need to, I would say, start hiring them super early in their career to make sure they stick to the region. Do you have a life-changing solution or product that you're holding back on manufacturing? What is it holding you back? Is it the high risks or the extensive learning curves that can come from launching a startup? Well, what if you could go to production with those costly manufacturing lessons already behind you? Launch your solution or product with confidence by partnering with an experienced manufacturer in a state-of-the-art facility just outside of Syracuse, New York. When you're partnering with Marcourt, you're partnering with a team of highly experienced and passionate engineers, innovators, and business professionals who are ready to support you along the entire process. So what are you waiting for? Visit Marcourt's website at www.marcourt.com US partners to start the conversation today. That's www.marquardt.com slash US slash partners. Now let's get back to the show. And I think I forgot to ask, how did you get started with Tech Garden specifically? Like out of anywhere right here at the Tech Garden? Um, so that was an extremely pleasant surprise uh, by, the, by the Tech Garden team. We just arrived to, uh, to to the garden and everything was already taken care of, which is just, you know, uh, one small miracle that happened. And actually the conditions here are way better than what we used to having in our huge warehouse garage transformed to office in Poland. So yeah, I mean, it was very warm welcome back from, from the team. Good. And I mean, now that you're here, you're all set up. Um, what's coming next? for car scanner hiring a kick-ass sales team for the north american market uh then manufacturing in upstate new york and then you know conquering the north american automotive market and then hopefully exit to you know a bigger player like oem uh, technology provider supplier or someone else okay so with what you've talked about like what's coming next has there been anything big that's happened to you recently yeah, we entered into. Um, so first of all, uh, we've been introduced to uh, executives at two publicly traded, actually three publicly traded uh, digital retailing companies. So those super well-known online car marketplaces. That's huge for us. I mean, I would never expect that you know out of Eastern Europe you can get introduced to those people, those people so quickly, which is unreal. Um, second thing is that uh, we're right now 
having a very strong candidate for VP of sales for North American market. This guy is like dreams come true CV, which is great. And the third one is that uh, we entered a partnership around our uh, algorithmic part of our technology. And we've already processed in the last three weeks about f- over 300,000 used car pictures from North American market, which is also a strong confirmation of that our technology you know, works as it should. Yeah, I mean, those are some huge numbers, huge accomplishments. I mean, that's got to be a real sign of a really strong technology. Well, hopefully, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, to prove the product market that we need to have repeatable sales cycles and everything. But yeah, we already, I would say, have like initial confirmation that what we do is following the right path. Yeah, I mean, the, the 300,000 images in such a short time is definitely, if the technology didn't work, it will, you wouldn't be able to put such numbers into it and make it work. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, like, our goal is to, you know, uh, push our... Uh, pipeline to like 1.5 million car pictures within the next, I would say, two quarters. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed. And where can people find out more about Car Scanner, about your company? Um, if they want to just learn more about it, maybe even try and apply, try and. Yeah, sure. So, um, right now we're still a bit in like a stealth mode. So, um, our competitors uh, are very clever, way better founded. <laughs> uh funded and uh, we just want to make sure that we enter the market as soon as we're ready we just don't want to do a premature start into the into the competitive surrounding and so right now we know our website is not updated our social media are pretty much non-existent and stuff like this we are doing all of our sales using our own network and uh, we just want to hit, like, go public uh, in terms of marketing activities within the next couple of months. Mm, and when we do that, uh, you will definitely be able to easily Google us out and we'll be also addressing, hopefully, the right people via direct marketing. For now, mm, we just feel like what we've discovered around car photography is very unique. And we just want to make sure we protect it uh, without giving too much of like a heads up to our competitors. But yeah, I mean, uh, within a couple of next months, hopefully, you know, it will be very, I would say, well-marketed technology with booths on trade fairs and, and, and things like this. Okay. So people just have to wait a little bit longer to see you really uh, burst onto the scene. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, we did that on purpose um, because our competitors are like, you know, one is $980 million valuation. The other one is like $1.2 billion. Third one is like $300 million. Fourth one is like $450 million. So, you know, we, this very small Eastern <laughs> European company, you know, we just, we just want to make sure there, there's this saying in Poland that success comes silent something like this and so we just try to follow it as long as we can of course it's not feasible in the long term but in the short term we just decided it's it's good to give ourselves some more time you know i really like that saying the success is silent that's that's a good one well we'll see Um, (laughs) (laughs) i think to wrap up do you have any any bits of advice or anything else you'd like to have put out there sure yeah so I would just like to say, you know, huge thank you 
uh, the entire community here. Uh, to me, it's unreal that in regular city like this, there are you know a couple of companies worth hundreds of millions of dollars. This is like super strong uh, result. And Eastern Europe, you would maybe have two or three of those companies in the entire country. So I'm just jealous <laughs> that you have such a strong, I would say, startup success. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a great place to be. Uh, I'm very grateful. And uh, I'm just, you know, hoping I'll be able to give back to this community after some time. You know, there are many things that can go wrong. Many things we still need to fix in our company and stuff before we can actually get to like, you know, this huge status of those other companies. But um, thank you for the opportunity. Well, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to sit down for the interview. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Making It Happen. And a huge thanks to Suavomir for sitting down with me. Keep your eyes peeled for more information on Car Scanner, and if you liked today's episode, leave us a like, subscribe, or leave us a review. Let's go make it happen.